Hey, Jason Rice here with another Lot Party Podcast, kind of wrapping up the day. Uh, about five meetings today with dealerships and want to kind of go over recap again what we run into with our dealerships, uh, same struggles that you might be going through. Uh, and so wanted to kind of give a recap of what's going on with some of our dealers we work on a daily basis with at Lopop. But one of the things um, that stuck out to me today, uh, a couple of them. One, you know, we're running into, and I might have mentioned yesterday to some dealers again, trying to hold out for tax season. Well, you know what? I'm going to put that one to the side. I'm going to talk about another dealer that um, essentially first, you know, wondering, he's on the velocity mentality. He wants to turn his inventory quick. He knows that sitting on cars in today's market, trying to ask too much for him for too long is just not going to make him profitable. He knows that leads to an age issue. Consumers are more educated right now. And so you got to get get out the gate strong on these cars, move them quick in order to be profitable. Uh, his concern was is a lot of dealers are on this mentality too. So uh, as dealers get more and more competitive with each other, the profit margins are shrinking, which is understandable. And uh, so there's a couple ways you're going to make up the difference. One obviously is going to be, um, you know, maybe one is going to be your turnaround time. I think the quicker you get that car to market, the sooner you can get that car gone off your lot, the more profitable you're going to be. If you actually consider holding costs in NCM 20 group, uh, NCM company, they run 20 groups. They say the average holding cost per day is running at about 35 to 45, uh, 35 to 50 bucks a day. So imagine, let's just take that low end at 35 bucks a day. You take a car that you leave on your lot for 45 days, when you sell that car at 45 days and held out to make your two grand, well, 35 bucks a day at 45 days is $1,575 of holding cost if it costs you 35 bucks a day for that car to sit in that spot. <clears throat> Again, that's running in your expenses and so forth into what it takes to run your lot. And that's fifteen seventy five. So if you made two grand on a on a forty uh, five day old car, you actually only walked away with four hundred twenty five dollars. Now I use that analogy. I use an analogy. I tell people when I ask them is, you know, what does it cost you to live in your house? They may say, oh, my mortgage is two grand a month, or fifteen hundred bucks a month, or a thousand a month, whatever the number. Let's say two grand a month. And you say, but yeah, but what about your electric bill? What about your cable bill? What about water, internet, uh, phone, you know, all these other expenses that it takes to live in that house, even though it takes you two grand a month to live in that house, when you actually throw in everything else that it costs to actually live there, you may be running at three grand uh, a month to actually stay in your house with everything that you need. So it's kind of like gross processing. You say, well, I made two grand a month. You go, well, not really. You take out your holding cost at fifteen seventy-five. You really only walked away with four hundred twenty-five bucks. So holding cost is crucial and turning that inventory efficiently. So he's on board about doing that. He understands that he's he can't hold on the cars. The sooner he turns it, the faster he can get, the more profitable he gets. But the um, hard part is making that average gross profit that he wants to make and total gross, you know, as he's moving this volume. And what we run into some of his stores, this is a dealer group, is inconsistency in purchases. Um, I think you need to obviously be buying consistently. You need to be, if you need five cars a week or five, you know, depending on how big your store is, you might need 10, 20 cars a week. So you better be buying two or three a day to keep that flow steady. Um, one of his biggest problems that one of his stores struggling is they'll sell, 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 they buy a little here and there. And then all of a sudden they, they sell a bunch of cars and they rush and go out a bunch, buy a bunch more. <laughs> and so their inventory levels are hit up to 90 cars and then it trickles down to, you know, 70, then 60 and all 
all of a sudden it shoots back up to 80 and 90 again within a couple a week or two and so they just um inconsistency with purchasing so as i shove 20 cars this week into my service department all at once you know they can't get it turned around quick enough they got customers of service and so their their inventory you know their fresh carry rate will run it 60% all of a sudden because they just bought a bunch of cars. So they got 60% of their inventory is fresh, only 10% or less is aged, and everything looks like we're getting set up to clean up that inventory. But as things slow down through service and everything, because I bought inconsistently, things start bleeding through. It takes 14 and 20 days to get through service and photoed. And next thing you know, we're back into an age issue a month later. And then we spend the next month cleaning that mess back up. And then he's going back out and buying more cars real quick. And we're back into another clean inventory and then we go back down again so you know that's what he meant it to it seems like that's what he's always struggling with is keeping that consistency so really once you clean up your inventory if you can have 60 70 percent of your inventory zero to 30 days old less than 10 percent age i'd want no age age to me is 60 days old but no age but just let's just our, our standards we say 65 percent fresh less than 25 percent fresh being zero to 30 less than 25 percent 30 to 60 and less than 10 percent age once you're set up like that, it's hard to stay consistent. And uh, But once you're set up, you know, you got to start buying in trickles and just trickle that inventory and don't be buying in bulks because it just throws everything off. So that's one, you know, one issue ran in today. And going back to the tax season, you know, I might have been mentioning this for a while, but <clears throat> I got a dealer group and they got four stores we're working with. And, um, you know, the first month we're dealing with them, they're all on board. We're doing our thing. And we, you know, threw up their volume. They, they had a record month in volume, but their gross has sucked. Well, their gross has sucked because we're paying attention to age cars. We're blowing them out so we can get this inventory set up right. Like I said, 65% or more fresh. We had to get rid of a bunch of age. So it's gross sucked well now he's into the part here we are in mid-january and he, his gross has uh, suffered and tax season's here so he wants to hold out because you know again his inventory's clean gross is sucked so he wants to get gross back and he doesn't want to quote unquote give away a car because tax season around the corner and wholesale values are high um but you know, we got to cross our fingers. He's in an area, of course, up in the north where you're going to run into temperatures and, and bad weather and ice and snow. And you got to cross your fingers that the tax season is going to be the same, that it's been seasonally. But last year, the tax season was pretty bad for a lot of dealers I talked to. It wasn't as big as they thought they would. And then the uh, F, uh, IRS has already and government's already talked about holding out returns. So we're running into maybe a slower tax season and maybe of a more of a spread out taxis and not a big bulk of traffic and it's going to be more spread out plus then you got to cross your fingers you don't have a big ice storm and snow hit you to be able to keep february and march moving good because if he don't have a strong february and march he's already set up because he raised his price on his fresh stuff doesn't want to get it uh, give the cars away um he's the numbers are already showing his inventory is aging and starting to bleed through so he better hope this inventory uh, this this market comes back if it doesn't um, he's going to be hurting going in April and May where the shopper counts drop off until that summer season. So, um, again, don't hold out. The best thing, uh, the only th the one thing that works is consistency. Um, the best thing to do is, yeah, you can roll the dice and hope that this tax season, but if you don't hit, you're going to be hurting 
going in in, a, in the next month or two after this uh, tax season wears down, you're going to be in a big mess. So, um, again, keep that in mind. Ta- gas prices are going up. New cars incentives are as large as uh, they're grand higher than they were a year prior. The only reason why we had a record uh, new car year again this year was fleet sales and retail sales are actually down. So new car manufacturers are going to keep pushing incentives on these new cars to get them rolling. And used cars, um, I think, are going to appreciate. And so you got to keep this inventory moving. Stay consistent. So wrap up for the day. This one's a little bit longer than usual. But I uh, hope you got some good information. Check us out at lotpop.com, 844-LOTPOP4. Again, this is Lot Party Podcast. And I hope you stay tuned for next episode.